Havertz in a pocket of space. Edison came and didn't get there. Chance for Chelsea. Goal for Chelsea. Kai Havertz in the Champions League final. Edison couldn't get there. And Chelsea take the lead in Porto. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Reactionary Blues. Today we have myself, Jeff, we have Ed, we have Rubes, we have Corel, and we have Gids, and we're going to get straight into it. So we faced Aston Villa Saturday, half five, and, you know, getting into the game, I was, I was pretty, pretty confident. I thought, you know, um, players were coming back, like, in good form from the international break and whatnot, but our start was so, so, like, horrible. It was just, you know, it, it felt like the players weren't really, weren't really up for it. It felt like Villa were, you know, pressing more. They wanted it more. And, yeah, we just, we just ended up, I mean, we grinded out the result. That's fair enough. But, I mean, it was poor. So, just but, to, but... sorry, go on. No, I was gonna say, bro, just just expose the donkey in the room with this one, bro, because we know who who who's responsible for that slow start, man. Let's just before, be honest. <laughs> before we get into um a certain Spanish midfielder, <laughs> what was everyone's thoughts on the lineup? Like, mm, yeah, I can't lie. Lineup, yeah. So obviously, you see that lineup, you think all liquid football, there's bare attacking players, Odoi on the wing back position. I think, yeah, maybe finally you got to start. ZH and Havertz, the ZH Havertz Lukaku in the front line, I was thinking of the whole time. I kept saying, oh, you know what? Like, we need more creativity there. So I expect I expect ZH to play there. Havertz, he had a good game against Liverpool the first 45 minutes, but obviously he had to get subbed off because of the red card James received. Alonso, you know, I'm a chill fan, but Alonso's been playing well, so I was thinking, you know what, he has to. And compare, uh, talking about the midfield that Carell spoke about, well, yeah, Saul was there. I expected him to start, to be honest, because there was a, picture, there was a couple of pictures flying around that uh, Jorginho had his knee bandaged around, didn't it? So I was thinking, yeah, it was good. So obviously, beginning of the game, I thought, yeah, it's going to be all good in that. But obviously, you have to put in mind that players came back from international football. They hardly trained, like, as a team again. So, and there was too many changes. So it was expected not to be liquid football, but I expected better, I can't blame. I expected better from that lineup, obviously, after we've got to talk about what happened. But yeah, thoughts on the lineup, I agreed, but I didn't think I didn't think the performance would have turned out as bad as it was in first half. I think for me, the lineup, uh, I had this discussion, I think I had a discussion with Faye the day before, and I was and she was saying to me that obviously he'll uh, Saul start and um Georgina will be on the bench, obviously, for the re- reason Rubio gave that um he had strapping on his leg. But even so, I just wasn't... I just feel like that's not the game to put someone new in. But aside from that, I'm sure we'll get into that in further depth. Um, I feel like the lineup was one to... For a lot of players to prove themselves and maybe solidify extra minutes or push starting spots as like... Especially in the forward areas where you could, you could argue Mount and Havertz have started well but kind of slow where if someone you know excited us that um on Saturday they could push for a, a, a place in the lineup so I wasn't too mad at it I felt like we had enough to win the game we had Lukaku up top you know we expected big things he delivered so I wasn't too too much sweating it I won't lie um yeah, for me, the lineup was was calm. Um, obviously, Sol's performance was um, underwhelming. Um, the defense, the attack was looking patterned. Like I like what I saw on paper. Well, one thing I will address is why Alonso was given captain, but that's that's took for another time in it. But he deserves it. Nah, 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 nah. There's there's more experienced guys in there like Rudiger, Silva. I should have got captain and see, but but at the we, club though, he, he, I'm pretty certain on the pitch he was the longest serving Chelsea player. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, he, he was the longest. Probably, he probably was. Maybe just an experience. Yeah, he probably he, is. He was yeah. the longest. But, I can't lie, but I think um, he, he has more of a captain like role in that in that squad. He's a bigger leader. I think Rudiger. Yeah. It's Rudiger. Yeah. Yeah. 
But you're making a big deal out of the armband, Jay. But that's just his reward. Saying you've been here long enough, you started the season well. Hold this for this game because all our, our our captain, our vice captain, neither of them are starting. So you can hold this. There's obviously leaders without the armband, but it's an acknowledgement from the manager of what he's done and how long he's been here. That's all it is. That's why I say he deserves it. Yeah, he does deserve it. Yeah, it it, 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 it kind of took me by surprise, didn't it? Because even after the even after the, the um, you did the right the last game, minute yeah, but. That um moment with uh, Mendy in it, it was like, ee, ee. But, you know, yeah. In general, the lineup was calm. Mm. I expected a lot better in the first half. Um, Aston Villa had a lot of possession on us. Um, I, they looked like they were going to score a couple of times, but obviously, mm. many many came in clutch. Um, Silver did bits as well. I feel like the, the attack, like they're not they're not gelling together as well as I thought they would. So, yeah, in general. There's a lot of things to improve on, but yeah, that's that's my thoughts on it. Yeah, I agree. Still, um, when I first saw the lineup, I kind of saw obviously the two wing backs whose um profiles I say that it's more attacking than defending, and then obviously Kante Jorginho out, <clears throat> and then obviously Cover he likes to like progress up the pitch with the ball. I was thinking, hmm, we might be a bit loose in midfield and and defence. Obviously, that was kind of what happened a bit when when. The, Aston Villa did start pressing, trying to take the ball of us. We kind of lost it in in midfield a bit, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I always trust Tuchel's um judgment in it, so I wasn't really too scared. But another thing I'll say is that habits on the left, I was kind of worried about that because I don't really see him play there a lot, and I know that maybe his favorite is right, and I do think that we kind of saw that um that kind of mismatch there, especially with Alonso, because I know Alonso likes to get up and try and make that inside channel run, so I know I know that. That kind of maybe pushed habits off. So, but yeah, I mean, I think it was all right. I think it was all right, especially when Jorginho came on and, and actually now controlled the midfield. So, yeah. Yeah, I think I agree with you lot. Um, I was quite happy to see um, Chalaba start as well. Um, I feel like it was deserved. You know, he hasn't put a foot wrong since he's come in and obviously he got phased out a little bit. Um, the Arsenal. Um, and Liverpool games and whatnot. Um, but yeah, he kind of deserved to start. Moving on um, to the player who kind of played a little bit of head of, ahead of him, Hudson Odoi. Now, there's been a lot of talk about Hudson Odoi leaving on loan and, you know, finding minutes in his favourite position at Dortmund, whereas at Chelsea, he's going to be, you know, sixth choice attacker, third choice wing back and whatnot. Um what did you guys think about his inclusion? Like were you were you happy with it? Were you not happy with it considering he's getting minutes, but it's not minutes in, you know, let's say his favorite position. And you know, playing wing back is a little bit difficult for him, I think, as we've seen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with that it's difficult because it doesn't get to the position he, he should be getting. And well, one good thing after that performance, well, uh, I'll go into part, I'll bring into part some first half. His well, uh, we, me and Carol, we spoke on the chat about the things that he provides. He, he's a kind, he's a kind of, he's the pretty much the only player in our squad, in that squad that played that day. That he's a tricky player, can beat his man, beat his man, putting a crossing or even go for a shot. He didn't really provide that, and that's well. You can't tell me even on the right side you can't you can't provide that because you can. Afterwards, he got on the sec- second half when Aspi came on, he actually went onto the left side and improved a little bit, but still, he's not what I expect from Odoi. I'm not even just saying it's because oh, okay, he doesn't get minutes, so is this the reason why he doesn't get minutes? Because he doesn't do this, this, and that. But if you watched the if you watched the Doi before his injury, you knew that how this you knew how this guy could be his man. You knew what he could he could provide to the team. But even now, limited chances, but you've got to try to take them and he's not doing that right now. So obviously, I'm not going to turn my, my, my head on him and say that, oh, no, he didn't do it well this time. He should go away because there's, there's other players here that get plenty of chances. They don't, they don't grab them and they get more chances after that. So obviously, there's more games in coming, especially Aston Villa next week. So I expect him to get another chance and hopefully he'll do better than he's done this term. Yeah, I agree with what Ruby was saying. Like, it's like with Odoya, it's like I want him to do well, but it's like he's not showing that on the pitch, and apparently he shows that in training. So, like, what we're seeing 
what they're seeing him doing training is not translating to the pitch. And it's like, granted, he's not being played in his uh, most favorite position, which is the left wing. It's like, I feel like he should have at least some level of versatility to his game, which we're not seeing right now. I feel like, oh no, Alomi would have been good for him in it, yeah, but obviously Tuchel's seen something in him that requires him to stay in the club, in it. So it's like, oh no, I feel like he should just play him. I want to see a game where Tuchel plays him left wing for like the entire night and see how it does. I feel like that's the only way that we can actually get a sound judgment of how he'll fare in that position, personally for me. Yeah, you know what? I do think everyone's saying that there's something you know changed or something. Obviously, he's come back from his injury. Um, it took him a bit while to try to get into that run again. But then I do think we kind of saw that like last season a bit, like those sparks of okay, this is actual talent. But also, I, I do think it's unfair now that um, we're kind of judging him in a role that he's never really played or really adapted to now. So now putting him in this right wing back now. And also, when he plays now, you're like, okay, this is your chance. You have to prove something. I do think it's a bit of pressure to put on a young player like Callum playing literally in the opposite direction of where he normally plays. And then, I don't know, we gave him 30 minutes. Um, we gave him 30 minutes to play on left wing, like Aston Villa. Again, I, I feel like, even still, I feel like we reverted to a kind of 3-5-2 and he was even playing yeah, inside now. So even still, that's not even his proper position. So I feel like I don't know. Please. You do need to, yeah, kid. You're just. I'm just here. Big excuses for the guy, bro. Like, sorry, sorry for interrupting, but thank you. Excuses, go on, go on. Is, yeah, let me even say this because the mad thing is, yeah, if I give you and I say, oh, Loftus Cheek, I mention his name now, and I say injury, everyone's gonna be, nah, he's still dead. Like, don't let him play. But you keep saying, like, no, not see so he's dead, but like everyone would be like, oh, like he shouldn't play because we've got X, Y, and Z in front of him, this, that, and the third. For me, mm-hmm. yes, the injury happened, but it's been a it's been a year and a half now. We're not in the marinating stage. It's kind of like you've got to come in and play. Now I understand you were supposed to go on loan. He wanted to go on loan. Tushin mm-hmm. wanted to keep him. But it's still at the end of the day, like a game like on Saturday, him against a man like Matt, um, Matt Target. Bro, mm-hmm. the things I saw uh, Ishmael Assar do to him on the opening day, that's what I was expecting Cho to do. He didn't mm-hmm. mind his right wing back. Okay. Right wing back. Quick question, quick question. To take the game. All right, but what's the difference between Saar and Hudson? How many... Saar has a consistent run of games in that preferred position. Am I not right? It's not that. he put. It's, it's the fact that he puts him under pressure, bro. That was the opening day of the season. No one had played any games at that point, bro. When he but played I'm against st- my target. I'm saying, my- though, that's... I feel like when you play consistently in a, in a position and you know your place on the team, you're going to have that confidence throughout the game. I feel like now when you're putting a, a pressure like cool, you're putting pressure on on a man who you've now changed his normal position. Like putting in his normal, like in that normal position now and saying, oh yeah, play, I expect you to do something now. That's going to put a lot of pressure on him. Good. Mm-hmm. Go since, Tuchel's, since Tuchel's come in here, mm-hmm. how many minutes has he played at left wing? How many has he played at right wing, bro? He knows the role. Like, let's not, let's not, he's not stupid, bro. We're, we're acting like he's moved to that position and he doesn't know how to play. He knows how to play. And my thing is, I'm not asking about, like, I understand people say, people might argue, and we're not going to, I don't know if we'll get into tactics, like, he's essentially a right back now. He's not. There's many mm. a time he's on the ball in the final third, essentially. And mm, he's yeah. not. He's not beating his man. The crosses aren't sweet. And the hmm. go on. Rubio, Rub- bro, please take it from me because I know you agree with me, bro. No, no, I, I agree. I agree with both of you. But to an extent, hmm. Karel, Karel, I totally agree with the game that you just had. Because we've had plenty of we have we've had plenty of wing back or games. And there's been plenty of wing back or games that he's been way better than this. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I won't say I'm not much, saying he was yeah. great this match though. Yeah, yeah, pretty I'm, much what Karoz trying to say is that these excuses for Odoi playing wing back, he knows the role. He's there's been games where he's played well there. So we shouldn't be here trying to trying to make it look nice or that he didn't play well. So he didn't play well, yes. he didn't play well. That's what we should do. See, that's However, what that's what I was saying. 
yeah however no, i completely oh yeah, sorry uh, i'll just no that's that's it. what i was going to just say oh, that's what okay. i was saying that oh yeah. he needs to have more versatility in it to his game yeah because if that's if that's a position that he's played with like quite often then he should try to adjust to it he can't you obviously he won't be as good as his left um, ring wall but he should at mm-hmm. least you know i don't know i want to say make the effort because we don't know what he's doing behind the scenes in it but show us that he can play in that position as well but you hey. saw that, but you saw that before. You oh. saw that before. But yeah. hold on, I don't don't get twisted. I'm not saying he had a, a, a great match yet, but I feel like I don't know. Like you guys are trying to say that he he didn't. It wasn't a good match. For, like it wasn't. Um, he played terribly. No, nah, no, nah, I don't think he played terribly. No, nah, no, nah, I just think no. There's a man who played terribly. Beat his man. No, nah, I, I, I think there's only man. one. There's only one player who was terrible. I think yeah, we'll, we'll allow him. It's his first game, in it? First game, first game. Nah, but, but let Jeff let Jeff on. Yeah, I think with Adoya, um, we there, there's two sides to him. So there's times where he's very aggressive. He likes to pick his moments. That's what I've realized. Like if he sees he's being double teamed, he's yeah. kind of passive and he'll recycle play. And you know what? Like Fair that. enough. Yeah, he, he like appreciates ball circulation. He's not going to force it just because. But I think when you're like limited on opportunities and Tuchel always tells, like Tuchel always talks about Hudson Odoi needs to take his chance. Like when he comes yeah. on, needs to make an impact. Um, the last time he spoke about him, I think before, during the international break, he referenced the Man City game where Hudson Odoi came on and he had an impact. And I feel like the game Hudson Odoi had against um, Villarreal didn't really have an impact he didn't play now he's back again he didn't really have an impact like there's no I love him to bits yeah but there's no reason for him to stay in the lineup now because once you get these chances and you're not taking them it's like I mean Reese James has been playing well mm. in that position as he does the job regardless whether he's not going to beat a man and cross it in or whatever as he's going to do the job regardless isn't it? and I just feel like we kind of baby Hudson Odoi a little bit because we all love him and he's an academy player mm. and we all know how talented he is. But at some point, you know, he needs to step up and he needs to show that because he's going to get double teamed all the time now. Like teams not teams saw what he did. You know, we saw what Robbie Brady said um, when we faced Burnley and we saw like how he was giving Wolves problems. So teams know his threat. This is up to him now to... Um, kind of you know adjust and find a way to still be effective in the game you know and when he gets into his crossing positions we have to deliver a good ball it's not every day a low hard one across like because that didn't work Jeff before we move on quickly I wanted to say that I agree on Gid's point as well like one thing about we all know that Odoi is like good on that left side and then there's been plenty of times where there's underperforming players like for example Pulley who's been injured mm. for how long now he keeps getting, uh, getting time and time again. Chances. chances. And the thing mm. is, that but you I, know, I just want Odoi to get one or two chances on that left side. And that's what I was going to say. For sure, he uh-huh. can grab that. And that's the thing I want. I hear He's it, not getting chances there. I hear it, though. Like, he does he does need that that chance at that position in it. But at the same time, you see, when he's put in that role, yeah, I feel like Tuchel uses him to bring a, a different element. Than what Aspi and Reese can bring because Reese can cross, mm-hmm. Aspi can put a decent ball in from time to time and do the defensive side as well. But Adoy is there to, to, to put put a bit of energy into it, bro. Like a bit more, a bit more dribbling, more attempts, more yeah. almost more risk mm-hmm. in his game. And the fact that he's went into that passive mode, which we get onto Reese James um, about a lot because sometimes he's very passive in games as well. Let, let, let's not get that twisted as well. For me, it's like, if you're in the team, regardless of whatever position you're playing, it's just about making yourself look reliable wherever you are on the pitch. That's that's mm. how I see it. That's why, guys, like, people might say Mason Mount Stacey's not that, and I don't want to make this a Mason Mount discussion, but he's a guy that we can say he at least played a 7 out of 10. He doesn't really have stinkers. He kind of does what he needs to do on the pitch. Whether it's not offensively, he might do it defensively. And for me, with Adoy, and I think it was very evident with Southampton last season where he was brought on and brought up, it's like Tuchel's not seen that reliability at times. He'll get those opportunities further forward. I think once he 
kind of takes on these instructions and puts them into place because then you'll see it right as an offensive threat. Now I can use him in certain places. But that's just my two cents on him anyway. But like I say, everything I criticise him on is from love because we all saw him in the youth team come through what he did before the injury. We just want to see him get back to that. Uh, 100% agreed. Um, You mentioned the word reliability, yeah? And I thought, you know, we were getting a certain midfielder from Atletico Madrid and he'd be <laughs> Mr. Reliable for us. You know, he'd be he'd be there to steady the ship when, you know, Kante's not playing or Jorginho's not playing. And what we saw from him, it, it, it was it was disgusting. It was actually disgusting. <laughs> It was actually disgusting. Like, <laughs> just, <you> know, <laughs> uh, one eye open when I'm sleeping. <laughs> Bro, I'm just going to say, yeah, I don't know what testimonial he thought he was playing that like, in that first half. Show because I watched, I watched, I watched soccer idea, I think it was a week or two ago, bro. And that's how man would move in the midfield yeah. that day, bro. And they're celebrities and ex pros, bro. Like, I, for me, it's like, I get people want to say, for, I know someone's going to come out and say, like, oh, it's his first game, whatnot, whatnot. But, bro, like, tempo for a start, like, certain things, like, you make a good turn and then you try and do another thing in a dangerous yeah. area when you don't have the capacity. Mm-hmm. And personally, for me, I don't, I did, I'll be the first to say, like, although I watch a lot of football, I don't actually know what he's going to bring with us to us because I know there's a lot of stats people say he's good defensively, he's good offensively at his best at Atletico. But for me, at, the, at what I saw there, I still didn't even know what he was bringing. But with that, I could see after like 20 minutes, he didn't even want the ball anymore. He was stressed. He yeah, I saw one time. Yeah, I, feel, I, feel like, I feel like it's a mental no. thing with him as well. Like he's trying to get used to the... I guess quickness of the Premier League in it. Oh no, me personally, I, me personally, I want to, I want to give it time. I, I'll personally give it time. Yeah, absolutely. I can understand. Yeah, let me say, I, let me say something. So, are you so you finished? Yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say. Um, obviously, this is his. I can't really judge him, but I can criticize him. And what hey, I saw ooh. in that match now, I was like, wow. I was like, I don't. I don't know. This wasn't good. Like I saw him pick up the ball a couple of times. He did look shaky. I think he there was one time he beat someone, and then he looked like he was like, okay, yeah, I've got time. And then the guy was like, yo, come here. He got him again. Lost the ball. And I'm thinking like, this isn't obviously. I don't want to do this. Uh, you know, Premier. No, nah, no, nah, you're, right, blah, you're blah, right. You're right. You're right. It is different. It is different. The intensity so, is different. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So like, what when you get pressed and you beat the press, gee, they're gonna come back. They're going to come back. So you need to be, you don't have that time for this lay label that you're doing. And a couple of times, I, I don't know, I see him. I remember there's one time he was on the right side of the pitch and then I don't know, his back's to, towards the left. And then he just try, he tried to switch it. And I was just like, oh, bro, you didn't even look. Like, you just looking lost the entire game. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know. Hopefully he looks at this. I did see his tweet saying that it wasn't a great debut. So hopefully he looks at this now and he, you know, re- realizes where he goes wrong so we can rely on him again. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think you get minutes again against Zenit. I want that to happen because, like, tell me, I know Zenit in the Premier League, but show me that you can actually come, come out again after looking at your mistakes. And be like, listen, I can do better than this because I don't want to go back into a door. But when a player doesn't, when a player doesn't take his chances too full, mm-hmm. it was a door, they they disappear in it. So. Let's see if this guy let's see if this guy fix up next time. Do you know what it is though? Like yeah. people have like bad games in it, yeah. Yeah, it's like, normal. Like, it's bad normal. games. But that was but shocking. Was that was a couple of Yeah, bro, like there's there's having a bad game and then there's boy in it. Like he actually bought like there the was one year he gave the ball. He to. opened up and he just passed it to their players. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, that is bad, and fam. I, I just looked at him and went, bro, like. You're Spanish, bro. I know you. You've played in Spanish national team, and you do ticky tack or five yard passes. Like, that's that's normal, like te- like just passing it normally. And the fact that he gave away quite a few just passes, the dribbling ones where he's trying that's to do cool. a thing. I can understand that like, you're not used to guys like John McGinn like coming to press yeah. you. Like they're really gonna take the ball off you if you're dilly dallying. But 
it's the passing I could not forgive, bro. Like the oh my god, yeah. Little, little, little five yards, little five yards. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Quickly, quickly. I just want to go over like add a bit of context because I remember now I think he must have come back, dropped into the um into the fence a bit. Now he's passed it to um Talibar. Talibar's parked it back, saying like, okay, you know, open up, like do do what you normally do. He's passed it back to Talibar in a very tight area now, and Talibar's like, oh, he, he's kind of like not panicked, I would say, but he's like, this is tight. He's tried to dribble a bit, then he, he gets attacked now. And I feel like not only does this type of performance affect Saul now, because of what you're doing now, it's going to affect the whole team now. And I don't know, this made, made the defence look shaky now even a bit. Bro, I think there was times, yeah, towards the end of the half, I think Kovacic had the ball at times. and was just looking at him and just thought, you know, where's the other option? Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, honestly, even the one with the Chalabon, I'm thinking, bro, this guy's a centre-half here and you see how he plays. Like He's not like Thiago Silva where he's, he's particularly breaking lines every time he gets the ball one-touch passing, bro. Like This is a guy that when you give it to him, he's giving it to you, you turn out and relieve the pressure, bro. And I'm That's thinking, I'm why? <laughs> like, we can go on and on. Like, he made a lot of mistakes. I guess we've just got to wait and see, but bloody yeah. hell, man. Last, last. It's not back at your level because nothing will be back at your level. But <laughs> nah, yeah, no, that's, 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 that was the worst thing we've seen. I know, like, I, I, know people, I know people are going to start coming with the oh, the last time he played well, Casillas is still at Madrid. Nah, I, I've seen games where this guy played well. Like, I've seen even when he against Liverpool when they knocked him out, he was good. I just need this guy to come out again and literally pattern up because at the end of the day, he needs to remember he's on loan. Like, we haven't bought him in it. So, if he wants to stay here, he's got to show that he's levels. Even though, in yeah. my opinion, for further on, I wouldn't keep him. But Oh, no. I'll base one game. We shall see. Nah, I just want your many, innit? But we shall see. Nah, we shall I see. think he, he's even the... He's even the um, you see, like, even when Kovacic came on loan that first season, mm. like, he at least showed... Like, even though he kind of had, like, really bad dips during the season where we thought, oh, this guy's, like, not it. But he showed us, like, the things that he's doing now, we saw it early on. So we could kind of tell the kind of player we were getting. We're like, if he improves in this area, he can be a good player for us. But, boy, that one there, I don't even know what he's bringing. I genuinely don't know what he's bringing better than anyone else to be a starter for us. And we don't have time for him to be a project for us because you're a one-year loan deal. I know he's acting like he's going to be in London forever, but I just swear you'll be in he's Madrid by life. next year. Like. He's loving life. <laughs> The prop Thanks. he's doing as well is, ah, uh, bro, this guy wants to stay from. <laughs> he's got to prove himself. Yeah, no, 100%. It looks like he doesn't want to go back to Atletico. And I think, you know, he's not going to be a star. I think that's quite clear, but he will get minutes in midfield. But we're going to move on to a little bit of a more positive note. So, you know, we won. It was rather unconvincingly, but mm. I feel like these are the type of results that, you know, title challengers have where you don't play well but you still manage to come out of the game where your striker scored two and you've got a clean sheet like how were you guys impressed with the performance considering we didn't actually play well but we managed to you know like kind of um block off their waves of pressure and then you know after that Kovacic goal it looked pretty comfortable for us what did you guys think yeah I completely agree with that especially because all right Defense, uh, strikers for me, strikers win you games, but defense win you titles. You know? That again, what we saw here is the fact that having a keeper like Mendy, Jesus Christ, it, it literally lifted it, it lifted our club, bro. Like, I don't want to, sh- I don't want to shoot too much, but with Kepa, I'm sorry, all those shots that we're getting peppered, nah, I'm sorry, we're losing. We're definitely we're not winning that game, absolutely. And even then, mm. I want to say Kepa, I, I want to say Mendy, yeah. Even then, Thiago Silva came in. He hasn't played in how long? Especially because he stayed with us because he, he couldn't go for Brazil, wasn't it? Even though the game got chopped off. But that, Thiago Silva came in. Now, look, he's on Christmas and stores, just like that. Amazing performance. Really got. I won't mention that crazy shot he tried having here. But again, <laughs> amazing performance from Rudy got. So, Chalobah again, showing us, that, showing us that whenever he comes in, he can chip in. But then again, he spoke too much. Obviously, Kovacic gave it a goal, but I'm sorry, I have to mention Lukaku again. Like, I'm sorry, this Lukaku that we have now is not the same Lukaku that we saw at United. I'm sorry. Like, 
what take taking that shot of just no backlift, no nothing, top corner. Now nah, you're not seeing that anywhere. All right, Ronaldo scored two. I'm sorry, we're here with Chelsea. The king is Lukaku right now. Um, I guarantee the way he's moving, I don't see no goal. I don't see no 10 games drought with no goals for Lukaku trying to just um praises or oh, he's creating. No, Lukaku is here to score to prove people. Oh, go on. Look, we didn't hear properly. Say that again. Say that again. This is a shout out to KB. Yeah. Love you, bro. There no, you no. Shout out KB. There you go. We're not here to praise movement. We bought a number nine. We paid nearly 100 mil to give us goals. And what is he doing right now? Giving us goals. So, like yeah, I said again. 100, 100. This, That's my gun, man. The, like I said again, this performance, well, we didn't play well, but we ended with 3 0. How many times nah. did the old Chelsea do that? Plenty. So, yeah, we're here for the title, man. We're here. Bring it. Clip yeah, it. I don't yeah, care. 100. You see, I don't want to talk too much about Lukaku. I was thinking yesterday when I was watching the match, I was thinking, cool, 2 0 up. I don't want to talk too much about Lukaku tomorrow. But I'm sorry, I have to. Listen, Danger Man, Skeng Man, Leng Man, that's him. Look, mm. and you know, you know, also what I, I realized, yeah, when you're, when you're playing with a striker up front of that caliber, yeah, of that eliteness, that confidence also it, it flows into the other attackers. When was the last time you saw Kova get assist? I mean, sorry, score a goal. When was the last time? Back in 019. Oh. When I, I'm telling you, and look, that kind of free ball that um that Kova played, yeah, onto um onto Lukaku that wrote the line. I promise you, I haven't seen that in a very long time. So I feel like that's what I'm saying. Like, who last season we had Werner who made these type of runs, but they wouldn't really pass it to him. I think maybe that's the confidence aspect that like, oh, I'm not really sure if he's going to do something. With Lukaku, you know he's going to do something. Anyway, um, he was going to talk about now what? Obviously, when times got tough, Jorginho came back in. You know what I mean? He kept that tempo in midfield. And I just feel like that's, that goes to show how much... Either, I'm not even sure if that shows how much he's, he's so good or that's kind of scary to us about how we perform when we don't have him. And either way, yeah, just praise to him, really, because he really set the tempo after, like, a shaky start. And um, obviously, if I was to give a third man of the match, I'll talk about Mendy, because... I can't like, as Ruby was saying, that guy is definitely the best signing of last season because the impact he has on our team now. As I'm saying, Lukaku up front, the confidence leaking onto other attackers. Mendy at goalkeeper, his confidence in goal is leaking into the other defenders. And I feel like that's what's really keeping us up. So, yeah, I feel like kind of bad, not bad performance, not our best performance, but when we have that clinicalness, it just shows that, you know, we can grind out these kind of... Uh, do well in these kind of results. Yeah, no, echoing what Gid said, yeah. That, that, I don't know what kind of powers conversation unlocked in that game, but he, he was so, so good to watch. Like, the lead up to the first goal, you know, he got past two, um, two players and that long ball to Lukaku, for him to just, then just cut, he completely, who, who was it that he, he cut? He, he um, chopped. Um, Tanzibi. Yeah, he just sent him flying, fam, and he just kicked it straight into the goal. I was like, oh, fam. I cried real tears because it's been a long time since we've seen a potent striker up front. It's lovely mm. to see. And then, obviously, their mistake, Kovacic scores again. Lukaku then again scores in literally the last minute. Apparently, he knew that, um, you know, they knew that his left foot was the strongest foot in it, so he... Um, strike, struck it with his right in it and it was, a, it was a very good strike so it's like yeah man and I want to give a special shout out to Mendy as well because well, without him we're not winning that game like like um, Rubio said like Mendy was like to me that was a world class performance from him in that game if I'm being honest he's, he's knocking on that world class door I'll give him more time in it but those world class shouts yeah they're coming for me very soon and I'll be very shameless about it as well <laughs> this guy needs his respect and his props yeah, we didn't play too well of a game, but those guys were were very good at. It. Yeah, yeah. I think touching on what everyone else has said, you know, everyone spoke about Mendy stellar as usual, especially on the two show. Um, actually, his whole time here really. So there's not much to be said on that. He's kind of saved the game. The man I want to talk about, I think everyone's kind of brushed over him, is. Uh, Thiago Silva, man. That's a Rolls Royce right there, man. That's a luxurious defender. Like, I know we 
probably due to his age, he's kind of protected a little bit. He can't play as much. But, bro, like, he's so, so good. Like, so, so good. I feel like when I, when I was watching him, he, it's like he's not breaking a sweat because he's always in the right place. He's just dealing with everything that's coming his way. Um, shout out to his game-saving block uh, from Watkins when he went round Mendy. A very good awareness. I don't know if Rudiger would have got that behind him, but that was great from him. And the man, the prodigal son, my Congolese brother, Lukaku. Oh, my God. It was so good to see him play like that. Obviously, second game at the bridge, I wasn't there for Crystal Palace. He was at the club at the time. But to see his home debut, I'll cherish that, man. It felt like, almost felt like... I felt like the spirit of Drogba was here, man. I don't know, man. I don't know if you man agree, but I felt like the spirit of Drogba was in the building that day, man, because it's like, yeah, between we've had Drogba and Costa, I think he's just the next one up, man. That's just going to make us happy every week. Obviously, there's not much to say, but everyone knows he's world-class, but two half chances. The first one, you know, people talk about his touch, his feet. I mean, that chop was disgusting. He sent Twanzebi back to Kinshasa, told him to get me some fufu nakwanga, and then said, come back. Jed, say you come here, sit in the corner. Have a bit of that. He sent him back to Yapa to collect treatment. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> second goal, second goal, he said, Werner, young boy, run there, run there, make the space, make the space, I'll do the rest. Hmm. One touch. Right foot, little set, back lift, just you know them ones yeah. There, there's certain top corners that people hit yeah. That just looks so sweet, and it's the one with minimal back lift that's just lifting. You just know like if he's like four yards, a few yards back yeah. That's going over the bar, but it's just gone right into the right into the stanch as we like to call it. And the celebration man, if you saw him at the corner flag, he's holding the corner flag, one arm up, and he says, "I'm back, I'm back." And I truly feel like he's back. Obviously, there's going to be bigger tests. You know, he's still got to go see Varane. He's got to go see a couple, man. But all in all, man, he's just giving so much hope for the season. And I think a lot of us, the optimism comes from him. Like, it doesn't matter who's in the lineup. If we see Lukaku up at nine, which is kind of scary if we don't see him, but we just feel like we're going to score today. One way or another, we're going to score today because... Against Liverpool, he was a great decoy. Today, he was the man. Didn't get much service, but stellar. And Kovacic, goal and assist in the same game, I ain't seen it in a long time. I don't think I've ever seen it from him. So, props to the squad for that man. Well, props to the, the man that I mentioned, not the full squad, because some, some man didn't pull their weight, but it is where it is. That's what you have your superstars for. Yeah, so you mentioned some man, you know, not pulling their weight. Um, and I think it's fair that we lead on to talking about Ziyech and Havertz. Now, a lot's been made about Mason Mount and oh, he doesn't deserve this banner and whatnot. But I feel like a game like yesterday, that's a Mason Mount game, isn't it? Ziyech, you know, he had that little, I don't know, I don't know if you can call it a purple patch. I don't know if it was good form and it would have continued. Obviously, the injury kind of, you know, got in the way and um, we won't really know the full story. But What do you guys think of their performances? Personally, I've seen shouts that they can't play together. I think that's incorrect. But, you know, none of them, none of them states they claim for this, you know, spot behind the striker. And I think against, um, you know, Zenit, maybe they might get minutes. But for the next Premier League games, Mason Mount has to come in for one of them. Um, fam, I don't know, man. We stock. It's not even stocks anymore, but it just literally bondage that I have with you, actually, because I just want to see this guy doing well. But if I if if it was stocks at this point, it would be as low as fifty p. Because it's ah, uh, it's just frustrating. Because like I said, yeah, like like I said on the chat, I watched the game again and I saw kind of I saw some positive thing from him. I can't lie, but it's not enough, like. A game of 90 minutes, I don't want to see only two positives because I obviously I said that first. I said that first year and I got grilled in the group chat. Everyone gave me thumbs down, saying, nah, nah, you're moving mad, you're moving mad. So I watched the game again. I watched the game today actually. And I was like, nah, nah. That thing that he keeps doing on forcing, going forcing on going long. I spoke to Carol about that. 
forcing that long ball that he does all the time. Like, there's no need sometimes just keep it simple, keep the ball ticking, like recycle the game. Like, it is crazy, and he doesn't do that enough. Like you said, we don't know if after that, it, uh, before he got that injury, we don't know if it would have worked. But we we can talk about all ifs and buts here. But we can talk about right now, and right now he ain't producing. Like, we, today he didn't produce, but obviously we get more chances. Hopefully it worked. But then that game, like you said, for me, but I remember before the season started, for me, I was I kept saying that our front three should be uh, Havertz and Lukaku up top with ZH in behind to feed them in it, but. Is the guy with the banner again? Like, I don't even dislike the guy. That that's my guy, yeah. And then again, that game just proved me that mm-mm, I'm never gonna be here saying, "Oh, now this guy should be on the bench." Because I'm sorry, unless we get a creator that people keep talking about. Even though I say that our creators are doing, but I'm sorry. And that front three, well, Mount plays seven out of ten minimum. The guy literally does it all. And for me, he should play. But then again, one last thing. I'm the advocate for Kai Havertz and like that's that's Starboy right there. Even though I already said that I wouldn't give them that term, Havertz for me he has it. But there's just games that are just non-existent. I'm sorry, like stinkers. I think with Saul, and then definitely Havertz. He was non-existent. He wasn't making anything happen. He just came. Wait, over the edge. I think Havertz Havertz hasn't done anything. If any, bro, bro, at least he had the ball. What did Havis do? Like, he was just walking. Bro, I'm being bro, you know, sometimes, sometimes I'd rather you do nothing than some of the stuff I saw him do, bro, because that is madness. Havis is my guy. Havis stunk, bro. How? No, but the thing is, like, he looked like a kid again. Okay, you can say that, yeah, but how many times, yeah, at your big age, man, man's like, remember, man's at like 27, 28, yeah, how many times are you going to get the ball, yeah, on the right-hand side, yeah, and just float these nothing balls into the... But there was time, right? but there was time, but there was times he was in the changing and even give a good pass to a doy. I saw, I saw that link. Havertz and the Lonzo, there was nothing. I promise you, Havertz and the Lonzo, there was nothing. Like, the whole game, Havertz hardly done anything. And that's my guy. But he had to drop deep a lot still. Hmm? I feel like he had to drop deep a lot still to try and receive it because what I feel like midfield was a bit shaky. I feel like he did it on him to that like, channel drop deep and, and receive it a bit. No, but like I said again, that front three, like um, like Jeff said, yeah, Mount drops seven out of ten all the time. And for me, I'll change it again. I'm sorry. Call a reactionary believes. We're here that for a reason. So my front three from now on, our starting front three for me has to be Mount Havertz, Bukaki. What, what, I, what I said back then was um, Lukaku, Werner and Havertz. Now, I'm still, we're still yet to see those, that front three at the moment, but I kind of hear the shouts that Ziyech and Havertz don't work well together with Lukaku up top. There was a shout that... Um, Shout out to KB again in it. He was saying that Werner, Havertz, and um, Ziyech work well in it, which I hear. But we're gonna have Lukaku start up top uh, most of the time in it. So having those two pairing, that that two pairing is not really, it's not really viable for me in my opinion. I feel like Mount needs to be starting over Ziyech in my opinion. But we need to see that um, Werner, Lukaku, and Havertz from three. I feel like that will it will work really well, but we're still yet to see it. That's I, I don't know, man. I don't know because to play Werner, Lukaku, Havertz, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like in in that sense, you're asking, you're gonna ask Havertz to do a lot in terms of being a creative force in between those lines between the midfield and those two forwards. Because as we know, Werner somehow he gets these assists, well, he's not actually good on the ball. And the the dynamic of having Havertz in one half space, as crucial as to call it, and, and Mount in the other, is actually cash money. It's just not gelled well, and it's yeah, so mm-hmm. far. But it's on, they've only played together two games. That's why I'm saying that at this moment in time, yes, Werner will have his moments to come and shine, but really and truly... The havoc that we've caused with those that front three already in the two games that they played together, 
we have to keep running with it for now. It's, it's, yeah, it's looking yeah, good. Yeah, I agree. It's looking yeah, good. Definitely. Because I still, I still want to say that's our best front three, but it's, yeah. it's a very strong front three still. That it works. Yeah, like I was saying, yeah, like it's not all training that's gonna do all the all the damage in it. Like you got trying games. Obviously, wait, like this is only what? Uh it's our third game, yeah, isn't fourth it? Fourth game, fourth, fourth, fourth. Fourth, yeah. Fourth. Yeah, and then again, well, we're in September, like that's too early. Like front threes I've never played before. They start gelling around like November, December times, isn't it? So mm. I'm still willing to give everything, even like players that are stinking, yeah. All right, fine. Like, I keep saying that like, every single time I see a link of Werner, oh, get out the club. I don't say get out of the club, but like, oh, if there's a chance, you can go. But obviously, like, if he's, he, I'm willing to give him a chance because at the end of the day, it's a new season. So, yeah, new, new yeah man. Different. Yeah, quickly, I just wanted to talk about, yeah, the front three. Um, I mean, obviously, we were talking about Ziyech and that. I feel like with Ziyech, obviously, he showed us in pre-season that, yo, this is new me. This is me when I'm serious, when I'm good. When he's on his good day, he is someone that we need on, on the team. Like, he can get his name on the team sheet. But when he's on his average day, like, Jesus, he's he's woeful. Like, I I just see this, this same, oh, receive the ball, back post, someone's there somewhere. Let me just whip it in. Like, it doesn't really... I don't know, take his time. And then this is like when we're defending now, obviously I'm, he's not a defender, but come on, like the pressure, I don't really see him trying to win the ball back sometimes. I just see him being a bit lazy, lethargic. Um, Havertz on the left, again, I don't, everyone's saying Havertz didn't have a good game. I agree, I agree. Like, it wasn't really his best game, you know what I mean? But um, him on the left like that, I don't know, again, I, I don't want to blame it too much on who he was, who was behind him, but with Marcus Alonso coming up so so high, yeah, like in that inside role, that kind of half space that he's supposed to occupy, he kind of pushes him into the wing now, like properly on onto the wing. I'm just like, I don't know if we're trying to really see him there. So, yeah, really. Um, go on. No, I was just gonna say, like, even touching on what you're saying, even about Ziyech in preseason. Do you know what it is? Yeah, he looks good in preseason, but then I start to think, do you know who else looks good in preseason? Russ Barkley, usually. Um, <laughs> and that made me realize preseason is a mirage because <laughs> at the end of the day, at the end of the day, like preseason is there for fitness, man. Like you're playing teams that typically aren't as good as you. I know we play Tottenham, we play Arsenal, and whatnot, but they're not as good as us, I don't believe. And obviously, mm. I feel like we'll show it against them next week. Or on Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, mm. whenever we play them this weekend. And but on the front three, I feel like there's the reason why Havertz and Ziet doesn't work for me is because they both do their best work in the same position, literally in the same kind of spaces. And when one has to compromise for the other by going on the left hand side, they're nowhere near as effective. I believe because it's just natural. It's like playing Robin on the left hand side. Like yeah, he'd still be decent, but mm. it's not him on the right. You mm, know, as yeah. as we've seen, as we had seen throughout his career. Yeah. Um, I feel like Mount is he's just very divisive in it. So even when you throw his name in it, it kind of feels begrudgingly for a lot of people. But I just think he's good in this system. He understands mm. his role. He executes his role. And as I always said, like, he's there because Tuchel relies on him. The moment someone, whether it's shirt sales or, or Cho, shows that they can do it in that left half space or even Werner, they'll take him out or they'll, they'll readjust what he can do. But at the moment, he's a 7 out of 10 minimum. So he has to be there. So everyone's competing for that right-hand side. Um, I think... Yeah, I'm still going to stick with Lukaku, Mount, and Havertz. Like I said before, like for me at the moment, that's the cash money one with the problems they've caused. So, yeah, that's my two cents on on that front three situation. Okay, cool. Um, I'm just going to quickly name some players, and I just want to know um, you guys' thoughts on their performance. So we're going to start with, um, you know, our number five. He came on at halftime for the... The Spanish guy. How, how do you not think he played? Steady. Yeah. I can't, uh, that just shows, man. I, just, I think that shows how much we rely on him, which is, I don't know if that's scary or a good thing, but either way, he comes on now, 
suddenly we have this composure in our midfield. This, you know, what I mean, everyone, everyone's knowing their place and everyone's knowing how to, um, you know, not behave but perform. And yeah, tempo man, dictator, orchestra. That's that's what he is really. And I don't know, it, but that's also what kind of scares me now because somehow, God forbid, I'd, if he gets injured now, and who's this? We're talking about um, Jorginho. Oh, Georgia, so no, go on. Yeah, so uh, if he gets injured somehow or something happens to me, so something happens to him, I'm thinking, hmm, what's going to happen? Like, we've seen kind of Kante and um, Kovacic before, not really the best pairing. Obviously, Sal just coming out, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, him. I'm like, yeah, like, if he's not there, what's going to happen with the midfield? And sometimes that kind of scares me. I think it is a worry, but at the same time, he's an extremely durable player like I think yeah, I showed the other day his injury history I don't think he's been injured since like 2014 mm. actually injured I mean he's been rested and whatnot but he can play man like even I think yesterday he could have started played 60 and been calm for Tuesday obviously mm. too sure like he said in his post-match said uh, I thought so could handle it you know this assignment but obviously I was wrong and I like he held his hands up and said you know I mean I thought I could do something but it didn't work. Um, I, I think the reason why Jorginho is so critical is just because if he's playing with someone like Kovacic, Kovacic has so much more freedom because in the second half, we saw him a lot a lot more in the final third, even for his goal, like going to press that way because he knows Jorginho can somewhat cover um, for him if he doesn't get there and it, they eventually go long or whatever it may be, like we can deal with it at the back. With Saul in the first half, I felt like he was a lot more disciplined. I know he still did his dribbling and whatnot, but he didn't venture as much forward, knowing that he kind of had to protect his mate in the midfield. Um, he wasn't having the best of games. So, ah, yeah, Jorginho described his performance steady, as usual, steady, man. Meh, I ain't got to say too much about Jorginho, no more, to be honest. He's proved me wrong. He's always there doing his thing. To be honest, he's like like Pro just said, steady man. Can't remember the last time he actually played. He's actually played badly. I'd be so real. Can't remember the last time he actually put a foot wrong. So hopefully, like people were saying, there's worries about him getting injured. But a little knock or so, like resting for a bit. Because again, we got a manager now that doesn't push players. Like you see, Kante, you're having a little niggle. Get off straight. Like this this manager in about stressing players and. Literally running to the ground, so no, it's all about not only just trusting the manager, but of, of course, like the medical stuff and everything. I actually, I actually trust all of them, so I still think we'll be okay. I think J5 in general, like when he came on, like everyone just relaxed, everyone was calm, we looked a lot more in control. Like, I remember someone in the group chat even saying that, oh. When Jorginho came on, it's like he was like super nanny in it. Like when all the children are just, you know, causing a mess, everything seems like it's going wrong. Like he just comes in and just makes everyone feel at ease, you know. And that's the effect Jorginho has on the team. Like he's such a vital player to the squad. It's, it's actually mad. So, like, and it, and it baffles me because rival fans don't see this either. Like they don't see how big of an effect Jorginho has on a squad. He done it for Italy as well. So it's like, yeah, man, he's got to put more respect on his name. He fully deserved that um, Best Player of the Year award. So, you know, he's showing that as well now. And he'll continue to do that. But yeah, that's my thoughts on him. Oh, now, um, obviously, we've already touched on it a little bit. But again, I just think we should all give props to Mendy because that was, you know, a magnificent performance from him. He literally kind of kept us in the game because, you know, with with that other keeper with weak wrists, I mean, it's 3-1 <laughs> by half-time. Mm. So, yeah, props to Mendy, man. And also Kovacic, yeah. Just really proud of his performance. He's actually doing the number eight justice. Um, didn't think we'd see the day. But, I mean, here we are. And, the you know, as we touched on again, the guy who took number 17 from him, is is doing the opposite of justice, but you know, we digress. Um, one game, so one, one game. 
yeah, yeah, no, we'll g- we'll give him time, give him time, but you know, agenda, happy agenda, and that. Um, mm. So moving on, tomorrow we've got a game against Zenit at Stamford Bridge. Um, how's everyone feeling about that? Confident in a win? Yep. Uh, you're going, Carol? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, we if we don't get a win, I'm not going to bashing the team to be honest because Champions League new season everyone's going to be excited even then they're going to have a way for him, so it's not like we're just completely playing at home so but confident or not I expect a win but if we don't I'm not going to break a sweat about it yeah I mm. think my prediction for this group was um, 16 points and it's a big shout for us but I think our squad's capable of uh, producing 16 points so five wins and a draw Obviously, we've seen our Juve are moving at the moment, so they're probably uh, meant to be our biggest competitors. I don't know much about Zenit, so I don't want to disrespect them too much. But we're in the Champions League. We play different in the Champions League as well, like compared to the league. We're a lot more transition. We're playing transitional, so yeah, I think we could put them to the sword if they come at us um, tomorrow. Uh, I'll say a two-goal lead. And just quickly, based on the lineup that we, you know, released against Villa, what would you guys' changes be, you know, with fitness issues and trying to get players' minutes? Like, who do you want to see come in into the team? Personally, I want to see Chill start. Um, I know he's come back now. Um, actually, not so he come back, but um, he hasn't really played in the Premier League. He hasn't really played since um, we started the season. So, yeah, I'd really like to see him now get, get his fitness up, you know what I mean? Um, he was maybe James. I say James. Yeah. Um, start again. Obviously, after being sent off with that red card. But yeah. Um, those are the main two I would like to see defenders really up front. I don't really mind. Maybe <laughs> I know a couple guys don't like this, but when not? You know what I mean? Give him a couple minutes. Yeah. I say give him minutes. Give him a whole game, bro. <laughs> Man, give it to him. I don't mind. Like, judging by, you're gone. I was gonna say, judging by the lineup Saturday, uh, I feel like we're gonna go basically full strength on Tuesday. J5 starting, AC back in, or oh, uh, Christensen. I feel like, uh, I think I James my got to be there as well. I can't lie. Who? Yeah. Oh, I said Kepa's last name. <laughs> oh, Ariza. <laughs> yeah, I think he's gonna play. I'll put Bolos or I'll put Reese James back. Mm. Uh, Chilwell is pretty much he's pretty much he pretty much got told that he's starting so yeah but I think I think you go Werner I think you go Werner Lukaku Havertz hopefully hopefully I want to see that nah I think I think he plays Mount yeah oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, think I, Mount. Three, I think I think I think I will be Mount Werner Lukaku oh I want to see how Werner's going to do on the right side then, if he goes on that right side but yeah, yeah no, my main shot, my main shot was Chuba as well, yeah. Because this, this guy hasn't played for time. Yeah, yeah since me. He needs like minutes. Like talk, talk about Zenit because I don't think anyone's really know much about them in the sense. Yeah, but like, I mean, a couple of players. But um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That obviously, not disrespectful, but I feel like that is a game that we should be winning. So yeah, like, I don't yeah. mind a comfortable one 0 win. Two 0 win. Like, we yeah. shouldn't do too much in the group stages right now. So, yeah. I don't, even know, win, if, I don't even know if Malcolm's still there. Yeah, Malcolm's still there. Malcolm's still there. Oh, if he is, then yeah, oh, tricky player that you were linked to mm. before. But obviously, the club decided to do William. But yeah, quick, quick, quick question: Have you really seen? Um, we haven't really seen a lot of um Werner and Lukaku in it. Nah, not together. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do want to see them quite work together because I know that was me um Werner's strong point playing in um Leipzig, isn't it? And I know that um he used to play with that tall striker as yeah, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I really want to see them two kind of like work together still. Obviously, I, I he kind of he kind of showed it a bit in the Villa match. To be last fair. match, yeah, yeah. Because I think we kind of we kind of changed to a three-five-two, right? Kind of yeah. like, near the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really want to see something with um. With Werner and Lukaku up top, I feel like that could be very interesting. That Werner, obviously, 
Don't wanna give him two. You know, I'll give him his props in it. Little run there, little space there for Lukaku's goal. So yeah, that I want to see that more. Yeah, hopefully that that will come soon. Um, mm. And then after the Zenit game, we have a game against Spurs. Obviously, they were unbeaten until you know Conor Gallagher and Zaha, you know, wipes yeah. the floor. Good. Oh, yeah, true. How's everyone feeling about um, the Spurs game? You know, with with Nuno and um, you know, obviously with Mourinho. Before we know, Spurs are likely to sit back and kind of soak up the pressure and then try to hit us on the break. Um, but how do you lot feel about us trying to break them down? Hmm. I, I think I think Spurs derby. Everyone says they can be un, unpredictable and whatnot, but me. That's the game where we have to put them to the sword, man. Like, I don't care about Tuesday. I would, I would, I would happily lose three 0 on Tuesday uh, tomorrow. Even I keep saying Tuesday. Um, happily lose three 0 tomorrow if we beat mm-hmm. Spurs like, convincingly because that game there is the one that we're going to be one of the ones we're going to be judged on because obviously Spurs started well. They beat City, um, beat Wolves. They ain't got much, especially with our, uh, Son. They 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 ain't got much going forward. Um, in terms of creating, so I think we've got them. I think we've got them in the bag. Mm. Um, yeah, quickly, I just want to say, um, last time we played them, um, was it no, no, am I, am I correct? No, I can't no. Really remember. Yeah, so you them last time, I think we I lost to them, yeah, we lost to them with Lampard, but we drew no, no. Yeah, last year, that's how I, no, I think that was one of the first matches that when we played with um Tuchel back. Um, yeah, I know that they, they do like, like to soak up a lot of pressure. The thing is, though, you know what? I, if we didn't have uh Lukaku, I would say I'd be quite worried because I know we do still have like some creativity, um, some creativity issues. But we, now that we have like Lukaku, I feel like we just need a couple good chances and then that's in the bag. So, yeah, I do feel like we could win that too now. And it was one nil last time we faced them. Oh, was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, pen in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. But yeah, talking about Tottenham, talking about Tottenham. Hmm. What do I think here? To be honest, they they started okay, but they don't create much. That's one thing I realized about them. And we're the opposite. We create loads. And uh, now mm. they used to they they used to outmatch us on the we used, it wasn't a big match compared to. With them, because they had Kane, Son. Even with that, we always come on top. And now Lukaku, I expect even better. So, Mount tends to have a great game against Tottenham as well whenever we play. So, I, I expect a front three to be Mount, uh, Werner, Lukaku against Tottenham. I can't lie. Even though, even though their the centre backs are quite fast, but I expect Werner to play against Tottenham. So, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting a win. I'm expecting a clean sheet yeah, as well. I'm expecting that. Expecting the 2-0 to be honest. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, 2-0 sounds reasonable. Oh, and another player who tends to play well is, is, is Alonso. So, yeah, that's another one. Against Tottenham, mm. he tends to play well all the time. And yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, so finally, um, we saw a little bit of news about um, Ben Chilwell and, you know, two calls saying that he had been suffering, you know, um, you know, post-Champions League victory where he didn't get to play in the Euros at all. And, um, yeah, he just didn't have any match fitness. But, you know, maybe also mentally it was a little bit tough for him. So, um, yeah, I just want to send my best wishes to him. I hope he comes back and he performs well because he's a, you know, a really good player and he seems like a really likeable guy around the squad. And he shouted out our pod, actually. Um, So thanks for that, Ben. Oh, actually. Um, and thank you, Benjamin. Thank you. <laughs> and I think on that note, we should wrap up. Thank you for listening, everyone. Um, I think it's been a great episode, and you know, happy to be talking about another Chelsea victory. Um, this weekend, you can find us on social media platforms, all social media platforms at Reactionary Blues, R-E-A-C-T-I-O-N-R-Y, Blues. So on all social media platforms. And yeah, I hope 
the next time you hear from us, Chelsea have two more victories under their belt against Zenit and Tottenham. Amen. Thanks, everyone. Come yes, on. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you lot take care. Obviously, right. one eye open win. I'm, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Of course, another win. Another win against Tottenham. Hopefully, next week, they'll be happy again, man. All in golly season, bro. We're here. Listen, what I want to see, back-to-back UCL championship. That's what I'm saying. Let's go. Let's go. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. We're doing the double, boys. We're doing the double. We'll do, we have to do a double. Bring number three, man. But you lot, yeah, take care. Peace yeah. out, man. Peace. The full-time whistle. Chelsea have won the Champions League. Nine years after the first one, the famous old trophy.